Welcome to the podcast. Join Nate and Mike, lifelong friends, as they discuss stocks and investing. The name says it all. This This is is Two Buds Buds Talk Talk Stocks. Stocks. All opinions expressed by Nate and Mike are their own. Please do not buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. Welcome to the pod. We are live. How are you doing tonight, Mike? I'm doing fantastic, man. Welcome to the pod. We are live. <laughs> I, was at, the yeah, I was looking at the uh, smile on your face. It is kind of funny, right? Because we are not live, but it's the thing now. It's the I was thinking, man. Yeah, I was thinking about switching it up and totally throwing you for a loop of me like greetings and salutations. No, we can't <laughs> do that. I had someone that said, say a phrase that makes you happy. And I said, welcome to the pod. We are live. How's it going, Mike? That makes me happy. So big kind of news because we've been talking about this over the years and we talked about on last week's was it last week's or two uh, weeks ago we talked about on the pod how google is doing a 20 for one split Mm -hmm. and there there's rumblings that they're going to be on the dow we all joked about them replacing ibm yeah no brainer and then yesterday which was three nine march 3rd it came out that Amazon's going to do a 20 for one split. 21 for one split and a $10 billion share buyback, which is. What are your thoughts on that? The 20 for one split? The split. And then also just your whole thoughts on companies that split and why they split and why some don't split and why you like it if they split and why you don't like it, why they split and so forth. Well, I um, actually. I was thinking it would be better if they did not split, but that's just for selfish reasons on my part, because I can buy fractional shares. So I I really, I'm not concerned if it's trading for $3,000 a share or somewhere in the $130 to $50 range post split. Either way, it's still the same, same ownership in the company you had. Everything will be adjusted by a, uh, what is it? The numerator or denominator of 20. So it's the exact same pie. We're not changing the market cap. And I would actually like it. And what I was really thinking is that um, the Google one, we talked a little bit about this off air that um, back in the day, Sergey Brin and uh, Larry Page, circa 2007, I think it was when their their stock was in the high 300s. And people were saying, you know, you, you should split the stock and make it more, more attractive. And they're like, we want to go the Buffett route. We're going to be just like Berkshire. We're never going to split the shares. We're just going to keep those retained earnings, and eventually, we'll uh, we'll have a, a high share price, and maybe it'll deter people from trading in and out of the in and out of the stock. And that's the main reason why I think Buffett has done that. And I was actually thinking about that. And I was like, that's actually how I wish it would be with Google and Amazon, especially with this pullback. And you have Robinhood investors and day traders that are just in and out. And if the stock price is more attractive, it may bump up. But I would actually prefer one time owning a stock like that, that maybe got to half a million dollars per share. What do you think about that? I actually was thinking um, where you talked about Berkshire and Berkshire actually has two different, they have um, two different types of stock, right? Yeah. And one's the never split, which is trading at what? 500 Berkshire A's, right? A share. Is, is it is it Berkshire or Berkshire? 
I always used to say Berkshire, but then I felt everybody else was always saying Berkshire. So well, it depends. Just... If you watched Lord of the Rings recently, it's Berkshire. <laughs> it's it's the Shire. Yes. That's where the hobbits live, right? In the Shire. And then if it's if you and that's Berkshire, Berkshire, Berkshire and Hathaway. Right? Yeah. So Berkshire A's are trading at $487,820. They've never split. And then you have the Berkshire B's. I've always said the Berkshire B's because that's something that I would actually own. The baby Berkshire trading at $325 a share. I was thinking if Google is to do it right, you know how they have the G-O-O-G and the G-O-O-G-L? Yeah. That why wouldn't they split one and not split the other? I still don't understand how exactly that works because the Google one's the voting class and the other is not the, the voting class. And then with the Berkshire B shares, he created that second class so that he could leverage deals using the, the stock instead of um, instead of cash, but he didn't want to liquidate the A shares. But maybe Google could do that. Just take the non-voting shares and make those a, a separate uh and, and do a 50 for one split on those or a 20 for one split on just those ones. And then, yeah, you'd have the uh, the original, the GOOG or the GOOGL still trading at 2,800 or whatever it is. That'd it is cool. kind of weird that Google wants the split and then all of a sudden Amazon's like, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. It's, um yeah. And then would you tell me there's some other companies now that are talking about the, some some over $1,000? Well, now shares? they're saying Chipotle CMG, which I own, uh, booking, they're going to split, just broke back to 2000 after it was hammered down in the 1800s. Tesla, but they just already split. And then AutoZone, man. Yeah. AutoZone's one that it flies under the radar, but that's a really good example of a company that... Uh, consistently just always buys back their uh, their shares, their outstanding share count, lowers the share count, therefore increasing the earnings per share. So each person's uh, individual ownership looks larger and larger. And I think that they do a really good job of managing their capital as far as opening new stores as well and not expanding too fast. And that's why that, that stock has performed so well. Can you elaborate a little more? You made a comment about how selfishly you don't want them to split can you kind of elaborate why you don't want them to split and why you'd rather have the higher stock price than the extra 20 shares at $150 a share? It's um, It basically comes down to philosophy, and I'm taking this straight from, from Buffett, is that way back in the day, he never wanted to split the shares. And the reason being is because he didn't want to ever have Berkshire being a trading vehicle where people would just buy into it and sell out of it, making it more volatile. It was said, you know, I know what I'm doing. I'm running a good business here. We're making lots of money. Those retained earnings just go to the balance sheet. That'll be reflected in the stock price. And it's true. It has, if you look where it is. And the same thing I think is holding true with Amazon, with, um, with Google, with, uh, with booking. This is what good companies should do is they make more money and they reinvest that and deploy capital and do even better. It should be reflected in the stock price. And I would actually like it better if, uh, if those stock prices were high, because it may, it may take out a lot of retail investors and people just looking to trade just based solely on the share price. Now in the short term, it's probably going to be a good thing for, for you and I, because when those stocks do split and it does look more attractive on just the per share basis, there will probably be people that buy into it and it'll pop right away. But I would actually just 
like it to always stay high and it might deter people. The other side of that though, is with fractional shares now, that's really not really a barrier. Not as relevant as it yeah. was. Which gets the whole question that maybe, I, I was thinking maybe stock shares would, or stock splits would not be as relevant now that there's so many brokerages that offer fractional shares. But I think the other part of this is, I don't know, I haven't looked into this with, with Amazon or Google, but one of the things I know is that board of directors, their compensation is tied to the performance of the stock and not necessarily the business and the fundamentals, which is a weird thing when you think about it. It should be the actual fundamentals, but if you want a quick pop on the stock price, I mean, a 21th split and all these other investors that they can they can buy into it and bid it up, it maybe it benefits if anyone more, the, the actual board of directors might do well. I always, I kind of, to I mean, back to your point of, you know, what do I think? I already have Google. I'd rather pick one of them to split. I don't know if I really want to have them both split at the same time. Um, the other thing too, that, that, that you made a good point on was, um, I lost my train of thought because you made so many good points about it. The fractional Ooh. sharing part of it. I don't know. It'll probably come back to me. So, Let's. So at the end of the day, I think that the, the twenty for one split, it is going to drive the price. I mean, the price went up five percent today yeah. just because of the split. It was up um, huge in after hours yesterday because they announced it at the end of the day. After hours, it was up big. Now I, I remember what I was going to say. Here's the thing, though, and I think maybe we're all guilty of getting clickbaited. Mm -hmm. And I think the whole Google going into the Dow, it worked on me. I'm clicking on all the clickbait. Yeah. And then now all the articles are like, Amazon might go into the Dow. And I'm like, must click on, <laughs> need to click on it twice and click on the ads. And I don't think in five years, Amazon and Google are going to be in the Dow. I think that's just pure on clickbait. It makes more sense to me that Google would be in there, mm -hmm. maybe because of the communication aspect, maybe because of more the, uh, they're not more of a consumer discretionary kind of type of a company as an Amazon is. Um, so I think Google makes more sense in the Dow. Just kind of go on my gut here versus an Amazon. What do you think? I, I mean, I would think that only one of them would go in right now if there was going to be a change. But I would say long term, I think both of them, if the Dow is supposed to be a proxy for bellwether companies, I think both of those would deserve to be in there based on Google being internet search advertising and um Amazon being e-commerce and retail. I mean, I think those are more trends of the future than uh, a staple like IBM or even more traditional uh, retail like Walmart or Home Depot. I mean, Home Depot is different because I think it is it is Amazon and e-commerce recession proof. But yeah, I would say internet retail, e-commerce, isn't, isn't that where it's going? I mean, I find myself buying more and more stuff online these days. I find myself using Google more and more to find information, to look for relevant stuff. So yeah, they both it's probably should be on there. Well, and then I, I think uh, I know two we can give the boot to. Mm -hmm. Walgreens Boot Alliance, yeah. that's got to go when IBM, man. Give me a break. It's so funny. I have no desire, like when people talk about being on your HOA board or a school district board. I'm like, nah, I want to be on the board that decides what Dow's components are. Not only that, but I, I mean, I bring this up every time we talk Dow as well. I think it is just, it makes no sense to me why it is a price weighted index. 
And this is how this is, I mean, why a Google or Amazon could potentially be doing a 20 for one split, because if it's a price weighted, there's no way they get into that being that they're trading above 2000 or closer to 3000 because just their price move on any single day could, could bring up or down the whole, the whole average. So I don't understand why in this day and age, we're in the year 2022 and we have a price weighted index. It should be, it should be uh, market cap weighted and weight them evenly. That's the other thing too, is why do we have some stuff that's weighted more than other stuff? Shouldn't it just be all weighted equally and see what performs the best and let that move the market? I think the Dow went away with powdered wigs. <laughs> um, so producer Tom gave me some information pre-pod. Yeah. Normally, I, I don't have too much information. We do everything off the cuff here. And producer Tom indicated that you are trying to have one stock in one sector. Mm-hmm. And I am fascinated by this. Um, and I want to hear your sectors. I'm going to hear, I want you to tell me your sectors, tell me your stock, and then I'm going to bash all of it. That sounds like a good discourse. This all stems, we were talking uh, last time about the, uh, the VIG, the VIG, still one of the coolest ticker symbols ever, the VIG, but uh, it being that it's a Vanguard one and that it's a lot of companies that um, uh, pay dividends. And I was looking at the top 10 in that and I was thinking, this top 10 alone is pretty well-rounded. And then I was thinking about just making a portfolio of 10 stocks with the, with the 10 major sectors. I would leave out um, energy because I, I don't have any, any interest in, in oil and gas. But here we go, just starting alphabetically on, on the major sectors, starting with communications. I think Google is well-positioned for now in the next 20 years. It's a stalwart, it's one of the largest companies in the world. You got the search, you got media, cloud services. Next would be consumer staples. We all need to do our grocery shopping. We keep buying stuff. The easy choice here is Walmart, but I got a soft spot in my heart for, for Costco. I like the membership model. I like that their online business is growing. And then that leads right into consumer discretionary, which we just talked about, Amazon, I think. We're only going to buy more and more stuff online. They have the web services. There is some overlap here with uh, with Google and the web services and the cloud business, but still, I like the e-commerce. And then after that, we have financials. I think we go with the credit card company. We're only buying more stuff. We're using more and more credit, less cash. MasterCard hits that sweet spot. And then we have, after that, healthcare. We're living longer. Insurance is always going to be there. Things like telemedicine, I think United Healthcare fits the bill. Thoughts on, on so, just those five first? Those are those five here, and I'm going to go through them. I, I like what you're doing here, first of all, with the communications part. I do think at first, I, I don't know if I was really buying that Google is part of the communications, but I actually agree with you that it, it is. Um, even it's funny, if you look at Vanguard's VOX, which is the communication ETF, their number one holding is Google. Um, so I, the only thing is I like Google so much that I'd rather kind of maybe, actually, that's my, I think it's perfect. I well, think you, you couldn't have done that at, any better. When you look at the next biggest holdings in, in the VOX, because it probably is just the- You want to hear them? Well, I, I bet you I can name the- the. Go ahead. 
the top five, at, uh, the top three, at least maybe the top five, it, it's got to be Google, Disney, Netflix, AT&T, Comcast, some, some variation, Verizon, basically. Of those yeah. Things. I mean, Charter, T-Mobile, Meta, and I don't want anything to do with Meta. I've got enough exposure to my dud of a stock, Walt Disney. I don't want any Verizon, no AT&T. I sold all my Comcast. Um, I don't charter come on. Netflix is not communications. I don't think it should be in there. I think, you know what? You hit a, a star of approval for the Google. All so right. I'm giving you props for that. And I just wish you could buy more of it. So if to your point, I like that. The consumer discretionary, you went Costco. I've got no problem with that. I mean, you could actually go, um, Actually, no, that we're just talking Costco is consumer staples. or staples, mm -hmm. right? You could go Home Depot. Um, I do like the Costco. You could go Target. I'm a bigger fan of Target, probably, if I had to pick one. Well, I'd say I like out the of Costco. The, the, out of the consumer staples, I think my top three would be, or I should say the three most recognized could very well be Walmart, Target, and Costco. And really, I'm not a fan of, of Walmart out. Again, that comes down to just personal preference as far as uh, culture and yes, hiring practice. But there's nothing wrong with Target. I think Target would very much fit the bill there too. Just like uh, we're splitting hairs. Mm -hmm. I do like the Costco. Going back to your point about the VIG, huge exposure to Costco in there. Mm -hmm. So I already am, and I have a lot of ETFs that have exposure to Costco. I like the Costco. I like. I'm a bigger fan of Target. I think there's more upside. I like their online presence better. But I'm going to give that seal of approval. You're two for two. Um, consumer discretionary. I felt like you were kind of cheating a little bit with Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, you could be going Home Depot, McDonald's, Nike, Lowe's, Starbucks, Bookings, TJ Maxx. But you know what? I, I, I think Amazon is probably the, the number one consumer discretionary stock out there. And that's would be my pick if I had to you know, dollar cost average, a consumer discretionary staple like Amazon, I, I think that would be number one. And it's funny too, if you look, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, the VCR, mm -hmm. which is the consumer uh, discretionary ETF that Vanguard has. Do you know what their number one holding is? Is it Amazon? It is. Or is it, yeah. I was going to say, again, taking the stuff out of, uh, again, it's probably market weighted beta. It's based on the S&P, um, the, the, the consumer discretionary in the S&P 500. So Amazon would have to be the biggest. The Home Depot really was a close second, especially since when I was really thinking about this, I was comparing it against the VIG. And the thing with the VIG is that all those companies pay dividends and they probably have all raised their dividends for at least 10 years. Mm -hmm. So that's why I almost gave the nod to... Um, to Home Depot. The same thing would apply to uh, Google. It doesn't technically pay a dividend either, but both of those companies, if they really wanted to, they could pay a dividend right now, but both of them are also buying back share. Amazon also just announced the share buyback. So, I mean, you talk to somebody like Buffett and he would actually prefer share buybacks than actually um, paying out a, uh, a dividend. And I, I understand that if we wanted more listeners or higher ratings, I should be disagreeing with you on all these and <laughs> the hot takes. And don't worry, I'm going to do that with a lot of your later ones. But I love the Google. I love the Costco. I love the Amazon financials. You've got MasterCard. I mean, we could split hairs with MasterCard, Visa, Amex. 
Um, I'm a big, and again, maybe you're just couching me at a tough point. We can look back in this in a year and I'll be like, I have no ETFs, but I really like how I'm leveraging my financial Vanguard ETF and the T-Pay um, electronic ETF, because I don't, I think it's really hard to pick just one financial and stick with it. Um, I do like MasterCard. Um, personally, when it comes to financials, like I love the individual stocks of Google and Costco, Target. We can even throw in Amazon, even Home Depot. I own all those except Costco. I think financials, um, this might be a common theme. I would rather go an ETF on those at a low cost, maybe the VFH, the Van Freaking Halen that Vanguard has for the financials. Healthcare, look at you. You now have um, two Dow components, right? Because you got United Health is MasterCard's on the Dow. Yeah. Visa's on the Dow. MasterCard. That's, it's Visa. I think it's Visa that's on the Dow. And, and American Express, not, I think MasterCard is. We can have uh, producer Tom take a look for us and get back to us on that one. But United I'm Healthcare. For sure. and we, we've, we've talked about this at, at nauseum, but I'm wondering why you picked MasterCard. Um, over Visa. So Visa is the bigger company. It's interesting that when you look on almost any given day, they almost trade in lockstep. But when you zoom out and you look further in, MasterCard has been the better performer. And I think that stems also that they've been growing faster. They're expanding in, in Europe more. And I think that they have a bigger market runway for growth because of that. Okay. But the other thing I would also say about whether you choose Visa or MasterCard, I mean, both of those have, have raised their dividend for over 10 consecutive years and are both very conservative with their, their dividend increases. I mean, they could actually boost it a lot more. But just the idea, I'm a big fan of the credit card and that, and that payment processing because they take a swipe with every single, with every single swipe of your credit card. They, they take a bit of that. And when the part that I really like MasterCard or Visa is because when you look at almost the four other picks there, whether you're talking about United Healthcare and you're paying your monthly premium, you call up the toll free and you pay with your credit card, or you go into Costco, or you use Amazon, or you want to use Google Pay, almost exclusively those four other those four other stocks, you're buying something and you're almost guaranteed to be using some form of, I would say the big three, uh, American Express, Visa or, or MasterCard to make the payments. I don't like mean to get off topic, but doesn't MasterCard Visa remind you of UPS FedEx? Yeah, you basically have a, um, a one, two, or is even, you can throw Coke and Pepsi in there. I mean, I would say that Coke is by yeah. far is, is, is maybe the better example. Coke is the, is the number one brand. I mean, you talk about it all the time. The number two brand is, uh, is, is Diet Coke. But when you actually look at the, the growth in the performance of the stock, it reflects this, that, that Pepsi has been by far the, the better performer. And it's, it's the same with Visa and MasterCard. I think Visa is the well more established brand and it is definitely the larger company, but MasterCard is, is, is growing faster. I even think you could throw in a little JP Morgan. You could do a little Wells. You could do a little Charles Schwab. You know, I mean, they're kind of up and coming, of course. I um, mean, there's a lots of big financials, but I like the MasterCard. You know, I, I, I'm splitting there. Here's healthcare, another Dow component. Mm -hmm. I'm all about the VHT, the Vanguard healthcare ETF. I, I just think 
a lot of the times what happens, I, I like if I was to pick one, I would pick United Healthcare. It's on the Dow. It's the biggest. It's the best. The thing you got to be careful with with some of these healthcare companies is they lose a patent. That stock can get plummeting. They gain like the Alzheimer patent. They can have a huge run and then they could lose it. Or if you're like Pfizer and, you know, all of a sudden now you're not going to have the vaccine. And where's that 55 billion to come from? You know, or, you know, I'd like to have the ETFs actually in the financials and in the healthcare, but I like MasterCard and United Healthcare. I like what you said about United Healthcare, but it's actually probably the reason why I picked it is because it's not a, a pharmaceutical pharmaceutical it's it's not a drug manufacturer it's not a a biotech it just is the healthcare plans in, and and that's what i was trying to say yeah. that they're not waiting on the new patent or whatever they pay a dividend they're in the the dow you know as a staple so i like these top five and uh i can't really find any flaws with any of them i like it so Let's talk about your next five, and uh, there'll be some controversy coming in here. All right, right. you got uh, industrials. Who do you got? Well, we talk about this one all the time. The yellow yellow and green, Packers colors, waste management. I mean, we only are buying more stuff. We're getting larger homes. We have more trash, and that's not going anywhere. It's one of those stocks. It's not, it's not pretty, right? When you get down to the business of waste management, but it's not going anywhere. I like what they're doing with recycling, waste to energy. So that's right. That's right in there. It's just a good old fashioned industrial company. And then after that, we got materials, basic materials. This is one I think you might actually take issue with, but I like this for a couple of reasons. Um, one, it's a materials company, but two, I also look at it as kind of a real estate play in the same way that we talk about Coca-Cola when people are down and out, they want a Coca-Cola when times are good, they want a Coca-Cola. I like Sherwin Williams when people have homes, when times are bad and they can't afford to do renovations, it's real easy to throw on a coat of paint when times are good and you're doing renovations, well, you're still going to need to paint. So boom, after materials. And then we have real estate. So this one's a little different. It's a real estate investment trust that is in cell phone towers, American Tower Company. The name's misleading because it says American, but they're actually uh, worldwide. And they have been expanding in Europe and in Asia. But those cell phone towers to provide our service, those are not actually owned by the telecom companies. They're owned by American Tower and one of their biggest competitors, um, Crown Castle with the rollout of 5G. And then once that's done, it'll be 6G. So those companies that are leasing out those towers, they can they they make consistent cash flow as they're paying on a monthly basis to, to lease those out, pay a dividend that they consistently raise quarter over quarter. And then we have technology. I'm going with the, the granddaddy of them all. It's probably not a shocker. Apple, it's software, it's hardware, it's music. It's television. It's just tons and tons of cash. And I don't see that changing anytime soon. And then to round it out, it's a utility company, but I guess you could also say it's a form of energy because they are the leader in renewable energy, specifically wind power. Nextera, they also own Florida Light and Power, which is the main electricity company in in Florida. And uh, there it is. That's the second five to round out a 10 stock portfolio. So 
industrials, waste management, huge fan. I think you, you hit that seal of approval, no problem. You're correct. Um, I think, especially if like maybe if you didn't have consumer in Costco and you did Home Depot, you could get rid of Sherman Williams really easy. I am not a fan of, I, I, when I look at basic materials, you're talking Newmont, Echo Lab, DuPont, PPG into industrials. I would actually take Sherman Williams out and I would do Dow Incorporated. I knew it. <laughs> I should have known. Dow was <laughs> like, you touch your baby. <laughs> this is, this is- I don't even own Dow, man, but it's like, you know, maybe we're boring here and we're, we should change it to pick individual Dow components. But I think Dow is a better run company. It pays a nice dividend. It's not going anywhere. The Sherman Williams. I mean, I, I just, you know, that stock's been hammered this year. Maybe you could say it's a good time for, for dollar, dollar cost average it. Um, even Newmont, you could get a little exposure that 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 kind of falls into the basic materials um, Freeport, that's part of there as well, too. That's the international mining company. I think there's just better things than a Sherman Williams. I, I get what you're saying, but I'll put down on that. Um, it, here- it is, it is a, uh, it is paid a, it's increased their, their dividend for, for 40 plus consecutive years. That is a pretty big feat in itself. So Sherman. The logo Williams- is pretty cool. I just, I just could see it getting hammered just too easily. I just think it's too much of a niche for me. It's funny that you like the logo. Actually, that's the worst thing. Every time I see one of their, <laughs> their locations or in their things, it's like the paint can that's being poured over the entire earth. It makes me, yeah. think, isn't that what people, when you're, when you're, um, when you're trying to say that we are polluting the environment and the earth, isn't that the exact thing you would see is a can of paint being poured over the entire earth as a uh, shareholder of the company i've tried to reach out to to mr williams but he will not take my call but i'm trying to get him to change that i would go dow i wouldn't do eco lab i don't like that i would do dow for sure i mean that screams basic materials eco lab like would have been eco lab would have been one that i would have that if you rewind basically four years um, ago yeah, two years ago or the height of the um the pandemic at the lockdowns I mean, because Eco App, their big thing is soaps and cleaners. I mean, you ever do that thing where you look in the bathrooms and see which uh, it is? The same way you do the Georgia Pacific with the t- yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I always look and see. Oh, is it is it Ecolab soap? I mean, places <laughs> like Walmart. That's what it is. Is the Ecolab soap? So your next one, you got the real estate, and I got to be honest with you, I'm not 100. You got to go the real estate ETF and just move on. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would try to pick one niche of a company. Um, I, I that's just I'm not even gonna you know we don't really talk too much real estate. You know you, you've got Crown Castle. Actually, the only what I like for for real estate mm-hmm. public storage. I used to own public storage. I sold it, and um, it's just because it's it's never moved, but it actually. It really is. This is this ties into the whole idea that the more and more stuff we buy, there's people that have actual storage units, right? Just to sort their stuff because they have too much. It's a very simple business model. All you're doing is buying a big location and then you're charging people to store their their stuff. It makes me think of the uh, the old George Carlin bit. You ever heard that one where he talks about your stuff or whatever? You go on vacation. He's like, what stuff do I bring? You can only bring a little stuff, but then you set it up in your thing. And then from there, you're traveling to another place. I had a chance to check it out. It's actually a pretty funny bit, but yeah, just storing stuff. I would probably do like the VNQ 
because you get Prologis, American Tower, Crown Castle, public storage. I, I'm 100% going ETF on that. Um, what about this? You could say it's a consumer discretionary, but it is really close to real estate. What if Home Depot, you just label it as, as a real estate company? I, I definitely think that is real estate. Yeah. I would rather, you could probably say the same. Um, yeah. Then I would probably go Dow Incorporated, Costco, Home Depot, and real estate. Could you go McDonald's real estate because they own all their? <laughs> I think absolutely you could. But I mean, that's still I still love that saying from the from the guy. He's just like we are, we're a real estate company, but we sell burgers and fries because it's the best way to consistently get people to pay the monthly fee of the uh, the lease. So yeah, I guess you could do that. Get real creative again. Apple <laughs> could technically be a communications company, couldn't it? I uh, yeah, you could do that. Um, let me see here. We were talking. Um... I like what you said about utilities. Um, do you know what the number one holding you, uh, stock in the Vanguard utilities ETF? Is it next era? It is. Yeah. That's what a lot of these were, where the, it's just looking at the, uh, going to our favorite website, Finviz, and just sorting by uh, sector and then sorting by market cap to see what the, the biggest companies are, the ones that were, yeah, that, that are known. I mean, this goes back to our whole conversation I don't know, in 5, 10, 20 years time, if these will be the biggest companies, but a lot of them are positioned to continue to grow. If you have any questions about any of what we've talked about today or something we missed, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at 2BudsTalkStocks or on Gmail at 2BudsTalkStocks. And occasionally we post pictures on Instagram at 2BudsTalkStocks. And if you listen to us on a platform like Apple, where you can leave a rating or review, please do so. It might help bump us up in the algorithm and get more listeners. Until next time, thanks for listening.